Welcome back to PolePolitikin.com, your home for self-help me, Sip Hop. Right now we're live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Instagram Live, 1212. I'm in the place to be, the legendary AK of the group, Do or Die. How you doing, bro? No complaints, no worries. We in the bed. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm really excited to interview you, bro. You like... um. A big influence on me growing up, man. A lot of your music, uh, shit, that shit still not. <laughs> you got some classics out there, and you, you classic uh, part of the group, that voice. No doubt. And you know what's crazy, man? Uh, I see they tapping into the OG really gave, you know, the culture what it needed at the time it needed it. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of choppy right now. I'm just making sure the sound good. Okay. All right. So I just kind of wanted to start from the beginning a little bit. I just wanted you to talk about um, even before you, like, growing up in Chicago and how you, what made you want to start rapping and MCing. Man, just the back, the background. My background was on music. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what made me want to start rapping was the Scarfaces and the Ice Cube. I went to a show as a shorty of the CQ in WA at the time and just seeing them on stage coming, you know, going down the stairs the way he was representing NW like, man, that's me right there. You know, so <laughs> that kicked it off right there. And then to be on the legendary label rap a lot with Scarface, which, you know, that's my brother, man. Um, Man, dreams do come true. That's the best way I could put it. I said, did you watch the Tiny Desk with Scarface on it? Oh, definitely. That shit was cold. I mean, we, you know, right after Face got, man, right after Face got through, we talked for two hours, man. I was like, what a way to close 50 years of fucking hip hop. Mm. That's what's up. Yeah, that shit, I, I liked it, man. I enjoyed it. It was like, 
I don't know. It just like even like when you know Scarface sounded similar to you. He got that voice, man. You know Scarface sound like he preaching to you anyway. So <laughs> yeah, right. right. So right. Tiny does that intimate setting and just hearing him in that music and like the live band. It was it was perfect. Yeah, yeah. That that set the tone. Like like you said, uh, he didn't know what he was gonna say, but uh, being in the in the mix of the music itself and knowing what you want, not knowing what you're about to say, and that song came along. I mean, you was meant to be in the the culture of hip hop when you're doing songs like that. That was that's a classic, right? And then so and then how did how did do or die for him? How did y'all form link up? Uh, well, two of us is brother. That's me and Nah. We brothers. Uh. And then Belo, he's one of our childhood friends. So, you know, we was always amongst each other, around each other, should I say. And we just kicking it, you know what I'm saying? And as we grew, uh, we we still was liking the same similar things, you know what I'm saying? Uh, from going to, to clubs to kicking it to, you know, writing verses young, you know what I'm saying? So it was just, you know, we always locked in together and was thinking, you know, mentally, you know, the same way. Somebody said you smoking. I see you smoke. What you got a Cuban or something? Yeah, I got a Cuban, man. I got a cigar, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we gotta keep these, man. And then I'm gonna say, um, and then how did y'all come with the name Do or Die? Oh uh, shit, we from the streets. <laughs> it don't uh, get it don't get no realer than that. Well, you come from the streets, man, you either gonna do or die. And we've been doing for a long time and we're gonna continue to do it. And I I I I express that to everybody that I run across. Man, I encourage you to keep doing, man. You only go. It's only no's are temporary. Yes is always. All you got to do is fight for it. Yeah. Then, um, and then your name I know is AK forty seven. So how you come with that name? Uh, AK Alpha Kyrie. Alpha mean in the beginning. Kyrie to mean to pray before you do anything. So in the beginning, you pray before you do anything. You no, know, I, I I know I'm not on earth, and it ain't nothing bigger than me out here. I know it's a god, <laughs> so that's how that's where I got Alpha Kyrie from, AK. That's tight. And then you kind of, you mentioned rap a lot a little bit, but uh, yeah, um, actually, like I've been doing this podcast for 16 years, and my favorite interview, my two favorite interviews, was me interviewing Jay Prince twice. <laughs> that, that was like my favorite. I felt like I made it then, but I just wanted you to um. I didn't realize y'all was with Rap-A-Lot so long to just talk about um, how did y'all end up getting with Rap-A-Lot because y'all came out on Rap-A-Lot, right? Yeah, we came, yeah, we came out on Rap-A-Lot 1996, September, uh, the year Pac passed away. Um, mm. uh, Pope Pimp had, Pope Pimp was out since 95, but 96, uh, it took off and went platinum. So Rap-A-Lot was the company that we went with and uh, us and Jay Prince, and I'm not just Jay Prince. That's my brother. You know, we still lock in no matter where we at around the world. If I'm there, I you know I go get up with him. If, you know, he comes to Chicago, I get up with him. You know what I'm saying? We get up with one another, man. We still brothers to this day. Mm. And then, how many uh, are you still? Because I saw that um, y'all y'all did put some albums out on Rap a Lot for Life. So, are you still with Rap a Lot now, or, or no? Well, you know what, man? I, you can you can never say you're not because you you you're part, a part of, of the label. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You're a part of the history, so how can you not be? You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, that I even saw. It looked like y'all. Um, how many albums did you did you put out under rap a lot? Then we put out like six albums. Yeah, that's then a we good. Put out that's... Like six albums, man. That was solid. So, how did it feel like being a part of like I said, one of those, um, I um, iconic like groups? You know, you got the Death Row, you got the Bad Boy, you got Rap a lot. No, no, I mean, how you feel being a part of that rap a lot um, group? You could you couldn't have said it no better. You said iconic. You know what I'm saying? Everything about it was iconic. Jay Prince, you got to think about it. Jay Prince, uh, one of the first ones. Well, I'm thinking the first one that trail that blazed the trail, that trailblazed, You know, in the hip hop world for the South. You know what I'm saying? Um, like you cannot put them in that conversation. So to be a part of that, that's 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 iconic within itself. Then beyond that, you had the Ghetto Boys, you had Devin the Dude, you had UGK. You come in, I can go on and on, do it that. Like, come on, man! Right to this day, those names I just said is still uh, relevant in the hip hop world, and people will let you know by playing the music. Right. And then I just want you to talk about how you came up with your style a little bit, because. I know, like, we had the Bones back then. We had Bone. We had Triple Six. But I feel like when you came in, you came in with your own. Like, you still had the kind of, like, they style a little bit, but you had your own. You put your own thing to it. So how did you come with your style? You got disconnected. There you go. Everybody had to get in and come out. We live too, so you think you got a phone call. Sometimes when you get a phone call, it takes you out of the uh, call. We'll be back. We're going to play the music and be back while we wait and see if he come back in right quick. Okay, any views expressed out of the opinion of the guest That's not a representation because the programming reflects that pole Politicking with four eyes, it's really no competition Suffocating with the dope, you know I be twisting Real ninjas out in the field, now we cotton picking Not to mention our intention to cover topics And many other subjects, I got more lines in the daily at the Publix With King Pharaoh, pole politicking I'm pistol whipping, rappers jeopardizing hip hop Position, my opposition, intuition. All right, I think we got you. Can you hear me? Oh, you're on mute. Hold on. Yeah, can you hear me now? There you go. Yeah, yeah I'm man. back. Yeah. My, my, them, my, man, my, yeah, my grandkids, man, they, they something else. <laughs> yeah, so I say you probably got a call. Yeah, yeah. No, I was just asking about your, um, your sound, how you came out with your sound. Oh man, that, that, I mean to be honest with you, that was always us like coming with the flow. You no, know, the flow was always that. You know, you got to think about it. Twister was doing that flow, uh, but we was talking about the streets with that flow. You know what I'm saying? Right. And um, as we um, connected together, 
but Twisted already had that flow. We connected together. We just brought it out to the streets. You know what I'm saying? On the flow of 7-0-P-M, flying love, cinema hoes in the B-M, set the C-Grim. We was putting, we was rhyming three words in one line and rhyming three words in the other line. So we wanted to do something totally different than what people was doing with the flow. Plus, we wanted to keep the words clear. You know somebody else that said something similar to that? And they got their own style too? Project yeah. Pack. Project Pack. Yeah. He said yeah. the same thing. He said something similar. Like, that's, he, yeah, but that was like... Man, that sound is like, but even like, uh, it almost like I said, it's like real smooth, like almost like you singing, but you was rapping. So I'm saying it was just like you had that, like the go, you got the golden voice, <laughs> right? It's the the melody, the you know the melody with the acoustic voice. You know what I'm saying? So it just made you like vibe to it, like okay. And then you talking, man. We talking plenty of shit. You hear me? So yeah, man. And then um, I would just say talk about like some of the things, like far as your journey in hip hop, some of the challenges y'all faced along the way. Oh man, where do I start? Where do I start? Like, uh, I think one of the challenges was um, not knowing uh, when you making millions and when you making millions in the rap game, you begin to spend more. You begin to spend more when you start making that type of money. And um, I didn't have an accountant. I didn't know about accounting. I didn't know about taxes. I didn't know. You know, you come straight out the streets. You know what I'm saying? And as time went on, we began to learn about the taxes. We didn't learn about accountants. We and learning about lawyers and learn, you know, learning about a lot of this stuff, man, that we had no idea of. And I'm glad we caught on to it early uh, in, the, in the rap career, you know what I'm saying, to uh, have the people around us that we did have around, that we do have around us, should I say. You know, so that was one of the uh, obstacles. But I'm glad I bumped into that obstacle because, you know what I'm saying, it, it, it cut me, it made me different. It cut me different. I would say how you how you think you like I said you over you said ninety five so that's almost thirty years how you think how you think the what's the key to the longevity with uh with you and do or die you on mute again there you go say that say that again. No, I was saying, like, far as because you were saying y'all started in 95, so I said that's close to 30 years. So I said, what do you think the key to your longevity is? The, let me turn this down. The, the, long, the key to longevity, to be honest with you, fam, is knowing uh, to me, for me, knowing what you want. You know, uh, Can you hear me through here? Yeah, I hear you. Okay, cool. So the key to, I, I feel like the key to longevity is just really knowing what you want. Like in the begin, coming in the game, we knew we was looking for a hit song, uh, but having fun doing it was the the key. It was like, okay, we looking for a hit song. No matter, we know it's coming, but we just got to continue to work and have fun with it. And when it's like this, when you doing music and it becomes like a burden to you, you don't even want to do it no more. It, it feels like a job. You don't want you don't want make you don't want something that's making you money to feel like a job, right? You know what I'm saying? So to to 
to be in the longevity stages, you you just want to have fun with what you're doing. Like, what what better way is it to make a bag and you having fun at the same time making a bag? Right. Yeah, I want to ask you about. Um, I saw a lot of. I was looking at your song. I was looking at some of your song. A new song you came out with, but I saw somebody comment, and they was like, "Man, it ain't the same without Johnny P." So, just how you feel about um, Johnny P and the music y'all created together? Man, well, you know, Johnny, Johnny gonna always be Johnny. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, uh, Johnny P, man, it's Johnny P forever. You know, that's my childhood friend. I, you know, mm. I wish uh, it never happened the way it did, but you know, Johnny P passed away. But you know, we still represent him when we stand on those stages. You know what I'm saying? And that sound of his vocals, you'll never get back. That that shit was soulful, and uh, there'll never be another Johnny P. But I, but I'm one that say, you know, I love to see other people have the opportunity that he had. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, you just can't stop there because something happened like that. That's how you carry his name on. You know, try to find that, find that Johnny P. <laughs> right. And then, um, as far as like, how do you want like, cause we we do this for like the younger generation too. So what do you, what do you want the younger generation to know as far as like the the legacy of do or die in y'all music? What was y'all trying to do and create? Uh, we was we was creating something that we knew that'll live forever. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, it, you know, God forbid, if I leave, you still gonna hear. Do you wanna ride, or you gonna still hear? Do you, or you gonna hear? Can you smoke and ride? Look, we got so many hits. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You wanna right. leave something, man. You wanna leave a stamp on the world that's gonna live forever, man. And even when you're not here, it'll make people be like, "Damn, that's that's Buddy Nim." You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And then, and then, which one of those songs are, is your favorite? All of them. You know what I'm saying? Because we done built them from the ground up, you know, and, 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 and it took time. It's like raising a child, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> when you're doing music, it's like raising a child. Well, somebody, uh, I had a fan question. Somebody wanted to know about that song, Pope um, po Pimp, and they want to know, can you share the story behind its creation and the impact it had on your career? Oh, man. Pope Pimp, um, Started, man. How should I put this? Popel started. Uh, me and Bilo was just got through uh, working out, and you know we got got through jogging. We went into my mother's house, and there was a tape sitting on the table. I took the tape and put it in the radio, played it, and there was a song by David Oliver called Miz. And I was like, man, we gotta get this cat Traxter to play this over. So Traxter, we took it to the studio. Traxter played the beat over. We went, we went. Uh, and started figuring out the hook. Once we figured the hook out, we took it to Johnny. Johnny started singing the hook. That was it after that. So we got this place called the Flea Market where all the rappers at that time was meeting. So we going downstairs, Twister coming upstairs. As Twister coming upstairs, I'm like, man, I got this joint I need you to jump on. So Twister was like, all right, you know what I'm saying? Bring it to me. So I go give it to him. He do his verse to it. Once he do his verse to it, we in the studio vibing to it. Next thing you know, uh, we, you know, we do all the uh, business part to it to get it out. And once we got it out, it's, it's like the song, the song wouldn't stop selling. And we were selling out the, you know, selling boxes, like 500 boxes 
in one day at a point in point in time. It started from ten takes to five hundred, and it was just selling like two thousand. Then it, I, I said, "Yeah, we got a hit." So we knew we had that, and we knew we had to take it to the next level. So uh, it was this group called Psycho Drama. They had a song called Magic. Mm -hmm. And they didn't do, the only thing they didn't do with that song is put a video to it. It would have, man, they, they would have blew up. So that, I felt like God put that on my heart to make sure, hey, make sure y'all go do a video. So that's when we got up with rap a lot. Jay Prince called me and we was like, man, come on, let's do it. Man, the next week we was doing a video and it, and it was history after that. I'm saying, you know, you say you in Chicago, you know, I was in Mississippi, so. You know, that's like a pipeline, direct pipeline. So yeah. I was getting it. <laughs> Cause yeah, it was like, I don't know, I don't know for what reason though, but it seemed like uh like even my granddad, he was he was in Chicago, he came down to Mississippi. So it was somewhere they was always either going to Mississippi to Chicago or going from Chicago to Mississippi. Yeah. Yeah, that, that yeah, that, those are definitely connected cities. Mississippi and Chicago is definitely connected. Yeah, so I, like I said, I remember. I remember growing up. I remember when it first came out. I was there. I was yeah. there. And yeah. then, um, so, um, so how how did you, how did you end up uh, working so closely with Twister? Uh, childhood friends, Twister from the West Side, like we are, from the West Side of Chicago, like we are. You know what I'm saying? We always ran, came across one another's path, and um, God seemed fit to do a song together man and and it worked so and then um is there any other collaborations that you um you enjoy doing man uh the one we did the song with face called who am i which was super dope uh dj quick uh did the joint with dj quick man that was dope uh man with so many people man rick ross we got a song with rick ross uh, that was dope. No, we always collab with T, Twister, man. But it, it just, but I, I, I'm excited every time we, 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 we collab with Twister because it, it's always that magic that comes with it. Uh, man, we collab with so many people, man. It's crazy. Uh, ja Rule, we collab with Ja Rule. You know what I'm saying? So, it, man, I can go on and on, man, with the people that we collab with, man. And there's many, it's definitely many more to come. Um, one person that. Um, gave us props on uh, on uh, Ti podcast with Jadakiss, but I definitely want to collab with him. Him and Twenty One Savage, because Twenty One Savage did the same thing. Twenty One Savage was playing Smoke and Ride on his what you call it, and was singing that shit verbatim. So I was like, "Yeah, we I got to reach out." Hey, you saw Kiki Palmer? She was she was throwing that thing back to your song. Man, hey man, <laughs> that shit was crazy, right? And she went viral like, well, that shit was crazy when I seen that. And I was like, yeah. And she said, man, this was my favorite uh, Facebook son. I was laughing. I was like, yeah, but that shit was so viral. It was so many people hitting me like, man, woo. I was like, okay, that's dope. So, it, it, you know, the music the music speaks for itself. Like, you really don't have to do too much or nothing no more. Just But just hit those stages and make sure, you know what I'm saying, you sign an autograph, taking pictures, doing what you usually do. Yeah, I was... um. Man, I don't know, I, cause I was in the military, so I kind of missed some stuff. But I didn't know y'all had a song with Kanye. I had just I saw the video the other day. So, um, how did you yeah, like that song? Man. Yeah, Kanye, Kanye. Uh, my brother actually used to go to Kanye house before Kanye took off. Okay. And he was so they was already connected. Him and my brother, and um, 
we used to go to Kanye's house, man. Kanye would do beats and shit for us and things of that nature. And Kanye took off, and he was like, man, if I take, if I, when I, once I take off, he said, once I take off, he said, when I, he said, once I take off, man, I'm going to make sure we do something. Show sure enough, man, shit. Kanye took off, and he came back and said, man, let's do some songs. We did two joints with him. The shit went platinum. A lot of people don't know that shit went platinum. Mm. You know, so the two, yeah, how you went platinum? Oh, I ain't know that either. It was like uh, then I was yeah. like, how, how much control did Kanye come have on that song? Because I was like, it just seemed like that was like kind of out of y'all weren't really making music like that. That seemed like a more of a happy. So I was like, that must have been Kanye uh, song more, or, or how was it? Yeah, it was it was more of his vibe, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We just made we just made sure we did us on there like da, 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 you know how we flipped the flow, you know what I'm saying? So we made sure we did us and then change it up, but you know, he wanted to take it over there to the to that side of it, which I was like, man, we should do something totally different, but you know, uh when 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 platinum when you know when you speak in platinum, he was like wanted to take it to another level, and, and why not? You know what I'm saying? At that time, he was the hottest thing out there. Mm. And then, um, just far as like, so like I said, you've been y'all been in the game since '95. What are some like of the changes that you've seen throughout the years, like how hip hop evolved? Um, just being able to use social media to blow yourself up. You know what I'm saying? To really just work, you no, know, really just grow your fan base. Like we didn't have that. We got that. They they to my. We got it out the mud. No, we got it out the quicksand. That um, shit was different. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was different. So they get a chance to like run across people that we never got a chance to run across. We had to drive down the expressway. We had to go down. You know what I'm saying? We had to meet the people. It's at a point now when you're on social media. Man, you, all you gotta do is hit one button. Yeah, damn it. You got you you could be sitting in front of a million people. Right. You, so that's the big difference. What do you think about streaming from the cassettes? I had cassettes back in the day. We went from cassettes to streaming. Cassettes to CDs to streaming. I feel like streaming, they cheating them. Fuck say that. I feel like with streaming, they cheating them motherfuckers because, you know what I'm saying, you should get paid way more than what people getting paid. When they said that shit about Snoop's did a billion. Yeah. Point, I, was like, I was like, nah, man, that shit. Like y'all, the motherfuckers cheating, man. That's what I told. I said I was like, shit. If he's saying that, that means a lot of people ain't getting paid because ain't nobody get people ain't getting that many goddamn plays. Exactly. So that's why you know what I'm saying they they made it into that because they wanted to be able to control the environment of hip hop. What do you mean by that? Oh, you saying uh, that's why they started the streaming to control the environment? Yeah, if I can give you what I want on streaming, if I can give you what I want on streaming, then I'm controlling it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's a big difference. If I can give you what I want. Now, say, I, I say, speaking of that, what, what do you feel about um, the current state of hip hop? How, how you see it with the the um, you know what's out now, what they're putting out on mainstream. Um, what's out now, to me, what's out now, um, man, that's a good question, but what's out now to me is more of a, hey man, look, we gonna do this, and 
it's not, it don't have that classic vibe anymore. You know, when you hear a song, you'll be like, I could play this three, you know, four years down the line. I could play this 10 years down the line and still feel that same way. You know what I'm saying? It, it ain't that no more to me. You know what? Um, you know what? What's kind of what you're saying and what I get of it's like what they doing now is like they'll jump on do, um Pope Pimp and rap over it, but it'll be the Pope Pimp beat. So I was like, you right. already with it because you rapping off a classic beat. <laughs> That's it. You but feel then, me? But then the bars don't be nowhere near. Like it ain't gonna nowhere be nowhere near Pope Pimp's bars. So it's like if you are gonna do the song, at least. Do it as good or better. Don't do song, then you not even you know. So that's why, like, uh, like even the songs, like it's a lot of African people redoing the um, like Tony Braxton's that at last. That was Tony Braxton's song. They redid it, or so I be. I just like I don't like when they redo the songs, but they don't. They're not making them as good. It's kind of like what are you redoing them for? Right, like you're not even capturing. Like you, like if you're gonna do it, take it to the next level. Right. Yeah, I ain't like that. I ain't like that. All right, then um, what do you what do you do when you're not making music? What do you do outside of music? Real estate. Okay. <laughs> real estate. Real estate. Real estate. Real estate. Um, getting ready to do a um, getting ready to do a podcast. You know, and I I I know too many people not to. Um. Yeah, do getting ready to do a podcast. I know too many people not to. Plus, getting ready to um just really um step over into the motivational speaking world too, because it's a lot of money made over there. But I definitely love motivating people, man. I think that's one of the dopest um dopest areas to be in when it comes to millions and millions and millions of people who need that 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 motivation. How are you going? Like, what are some of your um? You know, you don't give her your whole spiel, but like for far as some of your topics with motivation, what you like to focus on? Um, actually just really focusing on coming from the ground up a lot of people try to okay, let's let me say it like this. A lot of people don't believe in themselves, right? So it you gotta you gotta go deep within a person's soul and spirit to see what was going on way before they got to the point they are at now. Mm. And know how to know how to you know just capture them and continue to be repetition in their mind so they can continue they can they can start believing in themselves because once a person can get confidence and make it a snowball effect then nine times out of ten they're gonna keep on moving forward especially they're gonna go looking for you man what do that man that was saying this that another and every time you feeding it to them and it just being it just, it just being able to have repetition uh, motivation speaking to them, and, and the more you do that, man, the more they'll follow you, the more you get a chance to give them that conversation, you know, I, and my whole conversation is believing in yourself. Mm. You believe, you do affirmations? Yes, definitely. What's some of your favorite affirmations? Man, I am abundant. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I am abundant. I'm blessed. I man, I I am that I am. That's one of my biggest ones. I am that I am, cause cause when you know you, you don't have to worry about everything else. You know you can man. Let me say this: you can create and manifest quicker knowing who you are compared to trying to figure out who you are. Mm. And I hope that didn't go over nobody. Yeah, here. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, no, I was just gonna say I was gonna say you might have to break that down a little bit. <laughs> Yeah. So 
when you know who you are, right? You 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 step into it different. You know what you want. Like it's already yours. You it's okay, put it like this. It's already yours. You have already conquered. You have already had the victory. So you gotta step into it like that. You can't wake up and go, Okay, I know I gotta do that today and I hope it happens. You can't wake up like that. You gotta be like, I know I, I'm doing that today and I'm gonna make it happen. You got to step into it, man. You got to, it, it, in your mind, it got to already be done. Yeah, I'm saying it's a, it's like a you, church, it's a church song called, um, there's a church song I listen to. It's called It Is For Me. It kind of sound like, yeah. you heard the church song before? It's like what you yeah. said to me. Like, you got to claim it. Yeah, it's for me. Like, I don't see nobody else with it but me. I ain't saying nobody else don't supposed to have it, but I'm saying it's for me, though. Mm. You know, and that's how you're supposed to step into it. You can't step into it thinking 50-50. It got to be 100% all or nothing. You see how, I be, you see how Kanye be talking? Yep. Man, I'm this, 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 and this. He talking to like that because he confident in himself. He believe in him. Can't nobody tell him he's not that. Period. <laughs> yeah, I guess. That's how you got to. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I guess that's the point. And then that goes back to you. That's why you got to, like, build yourself up and say the affirmation. Because when you start talking like that and walking like that, then people start calling you crazy and shit. So it's like, oh, I'm crazy because yeah. I believe in myself? Like, you know, Because I believe weird. in myself. But yeah. it is crazy to believe in yourself. Because nine times out of ten, a lot of people don't believe in themselves. So, it, so you're going against the norm. The norm is people don't believe in themselves. So when you go against the norm, they think that you're crazy. Right. Or they think that you cocky or you too, think you too much. No, man, I just believe in myself. What's wrong with that? We can't make that shit normal. Believing in yourself. That's crazy. I mean, to ask you too, like, um, who, so who are some of your favorite hip hop groups of all time? Oh, man. N.W.A. Uh, man, it's too many groups, man. Run DMC, The Locks. It's too many groups to name. Because, it's, it's, man, there's some dope groups out here. Outkast, uh, Goody Mob. Uh, man, I can go on and on, man, because there's just so, too many dope groups out here, man, that uh, have definitely ran across uh, and and have they have shown nothing but respect, man. It's too many dope groups to name. But I, I feel like anyone that made it successfully in the rap world, that's a dope ass group. Mm. Yeah, I would say kind of like um, some groups that kind of like they reminded me of y'all, but they was like from the south, but they still kind of reminded me with y'all was like um, um, A Ball MJG, um, yeah. K. Y'all was all kind of the same, same like that was the, I like all y'all music. Yeah. Yeah, and one of the one of the groups I felt like that was super dope. They was just being them, man, and they was so. I don't know. They were just different. Migos. Yeah. They were just different to me. They were super dope, but different to me. You know what I'm saying? And they just they they ran off one another, like you know what I'm saying? Like that shit was dope. Did you did you watch the Grammys? No, I I didn't watch it. Yeah, but I'm definitely gonna watch it. Yeah, I would say Killer Mike won, but he got arrested for some reason. I don't know. They're not saying why he got arrested <laughs> yet. That's crazy to me, man. You know, uh, you won, you you win three, uh, what you call it, and then you get arrested, man. These people, man. 
Yeah, that's what I was like. I was like, how did how did they even let that happen? Like that shit is crazy to me. I don't even watch it right. either. I don't even watch it, but I saw that and I'm like, wow. Yeah, like how did it get to this point? Come on, man. Come on, man. It it, it make it make it feel like it's when shit like that happened. I don't want to say it is, but to me, when shit like that happened, feel like it's scripted or something, man. Like how y'all how you want win something now you get being locked up. What what's that all about? And then um. So what what are you working on right now? Current projects. Um, I got a um EP out right now called Swimming with Sharks. Swimming with Sharks, twist on two of the joints. And I got this young cat named Daryl Woods, man, that's super dope. Um, it's called Swimming with Sharks. It's out right now on all major platforms. Um, working on a new album, new EP with us and Twister. We working on two EPs with us and Twister. And um, I'm just gonna start. I'm about to start reaching out for my next album towards the summer fall time. Uh, my next one um, gonna be. You know, I'm reaching out to all the people I was just talking about, like J D Kiss, Twenty One Savage, and all those. You know, all those guys. And then um, another thing I like about you, what you will in the group, like because it's kind of, sometimes your music be kind of fast, but you always do. Most times y'all do chopped and screwed. I like chopped and screwed a lot too. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, you gotta think about it. Uh, uh, being from Chicago, but always being in in the South, in the South, always represented do or die, man, to the fullest. So, you know, we learned that we 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 was a part, we are a part of that culture. You know, so it's only it's only right that we, you know, give you know give the world the way we look at it, give the world the way we give it to the world the way we look at it. And then what would you like to say to your fans and supporters? They never they are not fans anymore. They are family. And we're gonna you know what I'm saying, and they support they support me from day one, man. And um that alone says a lot about the people who supported us because they supported my family and how we eat and things of that nature. So I honor that, man. I honor that. It, it, it is nothing that uh, set the tone for a person to say, this is my hard uh, earned money, you know, here you go. We respect that to the fullest, man. That's why we don't say fans, we call them family. You know, and whatever we can do when you come to a show, man, we take pictures, sign autographs, we do it all, man, because at the end of the day, they don't have to be there. We just did like three sold out shows by ourselves. So mm-hmm. that lets you know that you know we're doing we doing right by the by the by the by the people, you know what I'm saying? You got to do right by the people. You just can't take their money and keep it moving. It's like what you doing, man? You ain't you not really no, you know what I'm saying? You you really not no artist, man. Artists this is what artists do for they for they for they fans. They call a family. We call a family. You know that's what we do for our family. And then I noticed even I noticed another thing too. Y'all hitting all. Different races and creeds, man. A lot of people love you, music. Yeah. Just, um, yeah. Yeah, the first two shows we just did this January, man, just passed. It it was probably a handful of blacks, but that don't mean that our people don't support it. They support the shit out of us. Man, it was a all-white crowd, period. And that was dope to me. Like, okay. You know, it ain't like I ain't never seen it before. We didn't have shows where 50,000 people came out. You know what I'm saying? So, but just to see it at this point in time and constantly seeing it and it's sold out, it speaks value, man. That means we're going in the right direction. 
And then what's some of your favorite moments from um touring and performing? Um when we our first tour was with um um, um uh, Digital Underground and mm. Outcast. Yeah. That was our our first tour started with them. So that that was amazing to me because I'm sitting at home and I'm eating some cereal and I'm watching Digital Underground and Outcast to now I'm on the road with these guys doing a tour. <laughs> Come on, man. How dope is that, man? The rest was history, huh? The rest was history, man. But it was dope to uh, be among uh, Digital Underground, the people who gave Pac his first shot. You know what I'm saying? In hip hop. Right. All right, man. I want to say um, thank you for coming through politics with me. You already know, man. This is what we do, man. You know, ain't nothing but family. You dig, man. Hey, yo, yo, y'all go get that album, Squimming with Sharks. It's on all platforms. You can follow me on Instagram, AK underscore do underscore or underscore die. That's AK do or die. You can follow me on Facebook, AK of do or die. What's up, man? Like I said, it was an honor talking to you, man. You already know, family. You already know. You call, and we're going to pick up. You did. All right, man. We out. Y'all make sure y'all follow the legend and follow me. I had to put me out there. <laughs> yeah, if you can follow me, too. <laughs> I'm at Pope Politics, but y'all follow the legend, then follow me. We out. Already. Chat. All right, man. Yeah, it's nice.